Jordan Bird in for Luke Lipinski on this edition of The Rundown. Joining us right now on the Coulter Automotive Group Sports Line, he is from ArizonaSports.com and Empire of the Suns blog and podcast. He is Kellen Olson joining us on this Monday edition of The Rundown. Kellen, how are you doing today? What's up, man? Doing well. How about you? I'm doing really good. I wanted to bring you on because you wrote a piece earlier this morning that's on ArizonaSports.com that I thought kind of answered some questions that a lot of Suns fans may have right now. And the overall genesis of this whole conversation and this whole piece is, and in fact, I'm reading the headline right here, is there precedent for the major playoff success or for major playoff success with the Suns and experience? And I think that's a very intriguing question because right now the Suns are surprising the NBA world by how well they have played so far and where they currently sit in the Western Conference standings. But once the playoffs roll around, this is a team besides Chris Paul and Jay Crowder that has been thoroughly untested in the rigors of NBA playoff basketball. So just kind of a jumping off point, what did your research indicate to you about is there any sort of precedent for the type of team that the Phoenix Suns are when it comes to the playoffs? Yeah, it's it's interesting, Jordan, because it's one of those things you bring up and just assume it's going to be a weakness for this team, but sometimes it can surprise you when you look up and see, oh, well, actually there have been like five teams in the last 10 years that have made the NBA player, have made like the conference finals or the finals with this young of like a supporting cast or whatever you want to call them. They're definitely not the supporting cast. It's three of the four most important players on the team that have never been in the postseason before. But unfortunately, uh, for some fans, at least, that this was not the case. Um, it was pretty run-of-the-mill in terms of seeing the amount of experience that teams had when they got there. It was it was really challenging, in fact, to find teams that had one starter at all that didn't have any playoff experience that was 25 years old or younger. Uh, Book is 24, uh, so is Mikel Bridges, and then DeAndre Ayton is 22. Now, the, the thing that they have going for them, of course, is that Book is in his sixth season. Mikel's in his third and just plays in a way that should translate perfectly to playoff basketball. DeAndre, of course, is, is a question mark there. But even with that in mind, we see really great, not even promising, but just star young players get in their first postseason and kind of um, earn it, right? Like they kind of just get used to it. And the example I used in the piece is people will remember Stephen Curry's first playoff experience where – they beat the Nuggets, and then he went against the Spurs in the second round, and he scored 44 points against them in a memorable game one that went to double overtime, and they lost. But in the other five games, he averaged under 20 points a game and scored 91 points total on 91 shots, So, and they lost in six games. So even for players who are outstanding, it really takes like someone who is like an all-time great, and even those players in their first postseason, it, t- it takes a while for them to get acclimated. Having Paul is big. But that was basically the question I wanted to answer, and it's unfortunately not a good sign for the Suns, especially with the playoff experience in their conference on opposing teams. So for you personally, did this research change your hope for how deep of a playoff run the Phoenix Suns can have this season? No, not really, because I was actually – the question was one that I've poised to a lot of people in the last couple of weeks just in terms of what their actual realistic ceiling is. I thought – Going into the season, I thought they were they were a team where if most things clicked together in terms of something realistic, like what we've seen this year, in my opinion, wasn't completely unrealistic, um, they could make the Western Conference Finals. But could they actually legitimately 
test the team they mean the Western Conference Finals or even make the finals and then even win the finals. I think that's like the contender status we're talking about. And I just ultimately didn't think so because of the playoff inexperience they've got on their team. And, and that's where I arrived with this piece um, as well. And, and it's nothing to harp on um, in terms of just like uh, – diminish what they've done this season of course but it's just one of those discussions we're going to start to have here in the next six to eight weeks as we get closer to playoff basketball looking at the X factors for this team and the lack of playoff experience is the big one for sure. We're talking with Kellen Olson from ArizonaSports.com. He wrote a piece talking about or looking into is there a precedent for how inexperienced the Suns will be in this playoffs? Uh, that from you know, I think he went back to 1984, and it was far and few between trying to find teams that met that criteria of what the Suns will look like going in. You mentioned Chris Paul in your piece about how, you know, here's the veteran of all vets, the point god is going to be, you know, quarterbacking this team during the playoffs. How much do you think Paul's own lack of playoff success is going to play a factor in terms of how deep this team can go? I know that's the perception, and perception isn't always reality, but, I mean, do you think that that is something... I, let me rephrase that. Do you think Chris Paul's lack of playoff experience or playoff success is something that is responsible to him as an individual or kind of out of his hand and that gets blown out of proportion a little bit? Yeah, it's interesting when you put it that way, Jordan, and, and phrase it that way because I think that Chris is someone, especially when you look at statistically, you're surprised when you look at the statistics based on what you're told about his lack of playoff success. He's always been a performer and he's always played well for the most part. It hasn't really been him being a choker, disappearing in big moments. I think that that's something that James Harden, he's earned that reputation and the statistics, especially in the deciding games, back it up. But with Paul, you just have memories of him showing up in these huge game sevens for some of those Clippers series, for example. The first time he got past the first round, he was huge. And then you'll remember when the Rockets were looking like they were going to make the NBA Finals. He was he was tremendous in, in those games uh, against the Warriors. And then, unfortunately, they had that big injury, and then they lose in game seven on that crazy, unforgettable streak of missing consecutive three-pointers in a row. I think that he is battle-tested and has proven that it translates to a high level. Now, the interesting thing about playoff basketball is sometimes it brings even more out of guys. And and to bring up someone coming up tomorrow, Jimmy Butler in Miami, in in my opinion, Jordan, he's a top-five player in the league. That might be a really hot take for people to hear. But with the way that he performed in the postseason last year, clearly battling through injuries, like he wasn't moving right at all. And then that unforgettable triple-double that he had in Game 2 when Miami made it 1-1 against the Lakers, super shorthanded. Um, it, sometimes it can really bring the best out of, out of guys that we haven't even seen yet. And I think that's kind of the hope for guys like Mikel um, Bridges and Devin Booker that it, that it could. And I wouldn't certainly rule it out either because it seemed like Jimmy just like fully embraced the stage. And it feels like those two guys could as well. Yeah, you know, when you mention, as we're talking with Kellen Olsen, Booker and Bridges definitely could see them elevating their game or hitting a level that we haven't seen before or you know that we have seen in the regular season at times, but being able to carry it over on that big stage. The wild card in all of this is DeAndre Ayton. Do you think DeAndre Ayton, from what you have seen this season and from his makeup, his temperament, do you think he has that ability to join Booker and Bridges and reaching a new level once the playoffs roll around? 
He has the ability to. Um, if I if you put a gun to my head and ask me to answer yes or no based off the way this season has played out, I think the the obvious answer is no. In terms of if you had to if you had to guess, especially with the trend recently of the fourth quarters and him being missing, that's because teams are really picking on him in the second half of games defensively. And in the past couple of games, he has shown up and has played well in those stretches. But there were just a couple of games ago prior where that was an issue. And I think it's something to keep an eye on for the next six weeks in terms of looking ahead to mid-May when the playoffs begin. Is he still closing fourth quarters? Is he still closing in the second half and playing effectively? Because the game plan, don't get me wrong, Jordan, the game plan against the Suns is going to be what teams are doing to him right now, which it seems like what they're doing is putting him in actions over and over again, making him think, making him react, and really trying to overwhelm him. And with the way playoff basketball is, how physical it is, how demanding it is, how attentive you have to be the whole time, that is going to be the number one game plan for teams. And he's going to know it. The Suns coaching staff is going to know it. And it's going to be on him how he responds. So if you're talking about like a big moment being set up for him, that's certainly a stage where he, it could bring out the best in him. But with that being said, it's the way that it's trended so far has been unfortunate. And then at the same time, it kind of does in a way set up this narrative where he could really like this could be the breaking out point for him because everything will be working against him. Final question for Kellen Olson as he joins us here on the Coulter Automotive Group Sports Line. Um, Devin Booker, the last three games last night, he had four points in the fourth quarter. Friday night in the win over Minnesota, zero. In Thursday night's loss, when the Suns needed him, one point. Is there anything to this current stretch of Devin Booker and his offense going MIA in the fourth quarter? It's it's the balancing act that they have to figure out before the playoffs start. If we want to talk about DeAndre in the next six weeks, we can talk about Devin too because they are the most effective in closing games when he is at least contributing to the offense, if not commanding it. I think that you still want Chris Paul to ultimately be the guy making the decisions and making the shots late just because of the um, the track record that he has in those situations. But Book's right there and proved it in the bubble and, and has proved it throughout his career when he's been a pr- uh, presented winning moments, he's been able to pull through. And, and what's going to be interesting is that balancing act of, okay, like we want to get DeAndre the ball a couple of times here so he remains engaged and get him going, but Chris is also running the show. And where Devin can find himself in the game, it becomes one of those things now where it's at least a a thing, I guess, Jordan, for lack of better phrasing, because now if any of these games on this four-game road trip start to get close in the fourth, I think the number one person we're going to be watching outside of DeAndre is going to be Devin and just how he is finding himself in those spaces and if this actually becomes a trend it's a thing right now but if it's a trend in a couple more weeks that's where you start to become concerned i'm not concerned about it i think he's going to work himself out of it and it's just a little thing they're dealing with right now is they're not really playing their best basketball but i think it's going to snap into, into place and they'll be fine kellen great stuff as always really enjoyed your piece today talking about is there a precedent for the phoenix suns and their inexperience in the playoffs if you haven't read it go to arizonasports.com and check it out always appreciate your time and your insight and appreciate you joining us here on the rundown really appreciate it bird thanks man